Paging Mr. Warner. Mr. Warner. <laughs> Welcome back to the Remedial Film Class Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Travis. And I'm Mr. Warner. Hey. Paging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. It's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> we so watched uh, 1985's Pee Wee's Big Adventure. What was in the water in 1985, boys and girls? Holy I need shit. to find out. Holy moly. Yet ahead of its time. Do you guys, Dated yet ahead of its time. Do you guys know the kids show Blippy? Yes. Okay. Pee Wee Herman is like Blippy, but with no educational value at all. <laughs> no, because he's yeah. a parody. Yeah. He's a parody of those shows. It's great. This movie was co-written by, I didn't even know this, the, uh, Phil Hartman. Yeah. So, who was on the Pee Wee's Playhouse original show like i don't know how far back you go with this character but originally he did a stage show before he did peewee's playhouse i have zero okay backstory of peewee herman so i when i was a kid before this movie so i was maybe eight or nine when this came out uh he did it it was like an hbo special where he did a stage show of his playhouse and phil hartman was captain carl it was so ahead of its time, yet so stuck in the 80s, that when you watch it today, it seems dated, but because of Scooby-Doo movies and the Brady Bunch, where they parodied themselves, the satire, this movie was ahead of its time, because it was making fun of his show, but it was using the content of his show in the real life, where he didn't belong. Like, yeah. To me, it was. I loved it, and I think... I do definitely think it was dated, though. Like, when I watched it recently. Well, I, I mean, like, it was done in 85, so yeah. they say it's stuck in the 80s. Well, it is in the 80s. Yes. It, it lives there. Um, I was only kind of, like, partially aware that there was a Pee Wee Herman show. Like, okay. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Like, I, it's coming back to me now. It was huge. But I just totally, like, I knew, I mean, I guess I knew it. I just forgot. Right. So, anyway. And it looks like it's on HBO Max if you wanted to stream it for a little future. Oh, uh, like the show? Yeah, when I was searching for this movie, the show came up too, so you might be able to check that out. Uh, I almost watched on DVD, but then, uh, you know, when I was looking to see where you guys would watch it, lo and behold, there it was. So, George, initial impressions of one of the weirdest things we've ever made you watch. You know, I was watching the movie and a very familiar question came to mind. Who is this movie for? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, my daughter was like sitting next to me, like watching it for a little while in the beginning. And my wife has seen it. And apparently she was at the time. I had, I don't know what's going on. She had a crush like, on Pee-wee? She's like, there's some stuff in this movie mm -hmm. that, you know, is a little. I'm like, oh, okay, well. It's the beginning, like he's making breakfast, and you know, he's using yeah. a, like a Rube Goldberg machine to make breakfast. I'm like, this is <laughs> totally innocuous. You can watch this, and there's like, there's no lines either. He's just, mm -hmm. it's just Pee Wee doing his thing, going ha ha, like the entire mm -hmm. first 10, 15 minutes. It doesn't get to content for a while. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so, but even so, like every time there was an interaction with a person, I felt like I was like, oh, this is this could go south quick, mm -hmm. and I just had to pause it and be like, get out of here. <laughs> You know it's going to go bad, the meeting about his bike missing. Yeah. That's when you're like, okay, what am I watching and where is this going? But those were the first <laughs> lines in the movie and it's just the, 
the back and forth, like the annoying back and forth that like Pee Wee mm-hmm. Herman is known for, and the childish stuff. Yeah, and yeah. the first, like the first exchange, the first dialogue, the first lines. It's just like they they lather it on thick. And it's got Mr. T cereal. I mean, you it's, can't yeah, and they're beat all, that. <laughs> they're all teas. <laughs> they pours it out. They're I all like this. food. Don't eat my cereal. <laughs> <laughs> it's so over the top like that. I know you are, but what am I? Like that whole back and forth with, mm-hmm. with Francis in the street. Like it makes you want to punch someone. It's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but I have children, just so like I get it. You want to grab both of their faces and just like squeeze right. as hard as you can. But we all have seen Mad TV, so we've seen uh, Stewart. Stewart, yeah. and that's Stewart. Basically, is Pee Wee Herman. It's, yeah, it's the same thing. He completely stole it. But I mean, he 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 did better things with it. Hey, don't too. talk about Little John like that. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I love Stewart, but I I was waiting for someone to call him Stewart in this movie because it was yeah. like so blatant. Yeah, Stewart's a good character, man. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's, it's like Pee Wee Herman, but like more annoying and less happy. Yes. Like he's he's like Pee Wee Herman, but uh, with anxiety, I guess. I think the or difference just... is is Stewart is a child. He's he's a f- overgrown <laughs> child, yeah. and Pee Wee is a man child. Like he's yeah. he's a grown man acting like a child. Yeah. Uh, not because he's still six, <laughs> yeah. but he just kind of refuses to grow up, which he, yeah, we know a lot of people like that. Stewart is actually supposed yeah, to be six. Yeah, he's just an oversized child. Yeah. <laughs> that we know sense. of. I mean, it could be, it could go the other way, I guess, but I think that's what makes Pee-wee funny either way, in this movie. Either way. Because the, all the, like, the real situations and him in it, it's like, you're just like, what? <laughs> but it's, it's, in in reality, it's based enough in reality where it's like okay, because I my son was watching. He's like, what what is this? What am I watching? He said, kind of thing. Who is this for? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, this was classic back then, and I think it still holds up. I mean, well, I said we'll find out what George says, but I think you're talking about up. you're talking about your son Gabe, right? Yeah, tell him I said he is Peter Herman. <laughs> I'll try not to do many of those. I was gonna and say, hopefully, yeah, he, he inherited he's smart. from his father is, is what happened. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, and if he's smart, he'll say, <laughs> I know you are, but I know you are, but what am I? Infinity. <laughs> Infinity. Nah. But there, this movie was so quotable back then. Like, we were constantly doing the uh, the loner Dottie rebel comments. and Oh, my God, that was so funny. <laughs> and she was big back then, too. She kind of fell off. Dottie? But, yeah. The last time I saw her, she was on Friends. She played one of Phoebe's friends. I think she does a lot of voice work. Yes. She's a voiceover actress. But she was big in the 80s. Like, she was in Better Off Dead and, and Pee-wee and a couple TV shows. Gotcha. Yeah. That that interaction that you talked about with the, uh, you know, I'm a loner, I'm a rebel, mm-hmm. was so funny because, <laughs> like, he's obviously just, like, grossed out by... Girls. Love, yeah. <laughs> he's just grossed out by girls because he's, you know. They kind of touch on the fact that maybe he, he was grossed out at the feeling that he was having because he eventually sure. ends up with her. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, when but you're then, a man like, child, at the you end, he still that. doesn't kiss her. It's so funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's still yeah. just grossed out. He by does love. some really good subtle stuff in this movie. <laughs> good shit, oh, man. Well, and they made a sequel to this that I won't make you watch. Uh, Big Top Pee Wee. Where he has mm. like a whole romantic arc and he's like making out with this chick. And as a kid, I was just like, 
No. It was weird. That sounds like a terrible. You do not need Pee Wee in that outfit. A terrible direction. Talking it like wasn't... that, and making out with some chick. Ugh. It was. It was a good Pee Wee movie because he was with a circus, so he had a r- lot of really, really good interaction characters. But it was definitely not. I was gonna say that sounds like a great setting, and and ripe for lots of. No one wants to see Pee Wee in love. It's kind of like, yeah, but yeah. that's the thing. It's if you don't have the plot, and in this movie, the plot was fantastic. Mm-hmm. He just he's just looking for his bike. Yeah, he wants to get his bike back, and because that's what every nine year old would be doing. There is no one on this planet that is forty seven, forty five, forty that does not mention. The basement in the Alamo. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, the, the... <laughs> like that is like a quotable quote of all quotes. Yeah, well, and you know what? That took about an hour of the movie to mm-hmm. to like just to get there. It's a long joke. <laughs> it's a very long because joke. he sees the psych- the psychic, and she's like, <laughs> "What does the building say?" Tax. Uh, it's Al and Moe's. <laughs> oh no! Oh, yeah, I was thinking about the window. Like, I, I love how the when he like walks up to the building, it's like. Tarot card readings, palm readings, tax income tax. <laughs> That's good. So good. Yeah. And uh But she's so full of shit. And she's like in the basement. In the, the, the basement of the Alamo. There's no basement in the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like everyone's looking at him and yeah. laughing. Oh, it's so painful. Felt so bad for him. When he proves yeah, that obviously. he's actually in Texas, my kids were so confused. Cause I made all of oh, them watch it with me today, uh, just because uh, why not? They need to see this movie, and yeah. they all watched it. They all enjoyed it. Didn't scare them at all, which was too bad, because uh, I thought those clowns were fucking terrifying. But yes, uh, <laughs> I think the only part that I that was that was probably not. Eh, maybe there's a couple other the parts. clowns and Large Marge, but the, are wor- the two big. Yeah, Large Marge was the only thing I. But can it was really... so animated that it you can get away with showing that to a kid. E- Maybe. We'll find out. Eva, come over here. Yeah. Well, my wife said that's the only part of the movie that she remembers. I forgot how claymation it was, though. When I watched it, yeah. I was like, oh, this is not scary. That's my, like my, Beetlejuice type that, stuff. That, that claymation fucked my wife's childhood <laughs> up. Because <laughs> the clowns for me. I was not a fan of the clowns. Yeah, me neither. At all. Or Francis. Yeah, the clown, the clowns and the, uh, what were the, the bikers? What was the biker gang? It was like the helpers of Satan. Hell's Angels. No, they, they, oh, they were, were like, like a fake name. Yeah, yeah, but it was like the, it's like Satan's helpers or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that one. But that was pretty. Funny. That one Satan's helper might have been the opposite of horrifying, depending on the age you saw it. The one who refuses yeah. to kill him until she has a a chance to take him first. I say we let him go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I say we hang him. <laughs> <laughs> that scene is redone in Entangled. Yes. Like when I, I when Tangle came out, I was like, Oh my god, they referenced Pee Wee Herman in the bar. I was just waiting for the dance with the big white shoes. Dun, 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 dun. But every time that song come, came well, on they, back then. They they do that, but it's different though. Yeah. They do it they do it a different way. I that's one of my favorite Disney movies, yes, by me the too. way. We very, should probably very, do that very, just very, so very we can gush over it. Um and Dan will be like, I've never seen it. That's true. Have you ever seen Tangle Dan? You <laughs> no. haven't seen it? Oh dude, it's so good. Yeah, it's sure. worth it's worth a watch. It's brilliant. 100%. I think I 
think it might be my favorite Disney movie. It's up there. It's definitely up there. But there's a lot of a lot of that like in the top in three. This movie. Coco was really good too. Coco yeah, was maybe season good. five. We'll do some Disney movies. You saw Coco? I saw Coco. Too sad, dude, it, but it was good. Dude, ma- made me made me cry. It was right up my alley. See, and that's yeah. the thing. It made me want to cry, and so I, I didn't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Ugh. The, feelings. It was so good. No feelings. <laughs> Unless it's ah, Clerks feelings. 3. For some reason, I let Clerks 3 right. have a pass for feelings, but... I got a little choked up on the, uh, the loner Dottie Rebel <laughs> exchange, so there were feelings. There you go. There There's you go. things about me you shouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I love how I thought I really, really thought that at the end when they were at the drive-in and they and Warner Brothers made a movie about his journey, mm-hmm. I really thought it was just going to start on the screen like the exact same thing I just right. watched. Oh, no! Nah. <laughs> but they did it eighty style. They got all your cameos. Yeah, but I am really glad that they did it that way. That you know, like Pee Wee is like this hunky. <laughs> Like, action star. And then he makes his debut as the <laughs> bellhop. So good. Concierge. <laughs> He's standing in. He plays uncomfortable so good. <laughs> he like does. He's just kind of looking around like, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> and don't they, don't they, like, kiss right in front of him? And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> Everything he did not, it's did so, not happen. It's so awkward. It's like a Bond <laughs> he's film. He's, like, watching him. Like, oh, yeah, he's, oh, like, straight oh. up, he's playing it as James Bond. And that's James Brolin. Uh, yes. You know, the father of the guy from No Country for Old Men. Father of Thanos. Yeah, James Brolin. So. And was all, wasn't he in uh, Westworld? He was. He was the friend in Westworld. Boom. Friend yeah. of the show. The one Boom. who was like already comfortable with Westworld and bringing his kind of too excited buddy with him before right. everything goes sideways. I watched that movie again this week. I love that movie. So Thanos' dad played Pee Wee Herman in the Hollywood version of Big Adventure. Nice. P.W. I heard, I heard something about uh, the TV show, or the, not TV show, but the HBO show Westworld was like, they were like nixing it for some reason? Yep. Canceled it one season early, and then they're taking it off of Max. Yeah. And Why? is there a good reason for that? Something about pay, the way the residuals contract is set up. They don't want to spend the money... On on how high it was negotiated before when it was a bigger hit, so mm. it'll probably end up somewhere else. I just I have the first two seasons on 4K, and that, those were the only good seasons. So I'm not sad mm. it's off streaming. So but, now when I see it uh, available on DVD, I should buy it. That's what you're saying. Uh, you know, it'll probably still be on on DVD, but you should definitely watch the first two seasons because they're really good. Cool. Well, first season's really good. How about that? One of those ones I yeah. pretend that it's the only season, you know. You'll have to, book. you'll have to snail mail it to me, <laughs> you know, because if it's not on HBO Max, word anymore. So anyway. also the bar room, the bar scene reminded me of which one, the where he meets the bikers. Oh, okay, I, it had that American Werewolf feel as well when Absolutely. they show up in the bar. Fish mm-hmm. out of water, man. What, what they're talking about? No, not the biker. The one they when they when he. Large Marge drops them off, so the truck stop. Oh, yes, that was, that's why that I asked was, which one. I'm yeah, like, the yeah. truck stop where everybody's acting weird, mm-hmm. and they have the memorial of her on the wall. Like yeah. it was totally. They might as well just had a, a pentagram painted on the wall. What was the uh, the slaughtered lamb? Slaughtered. Yep. Yeah, lamb, they yeah. should have just called it the slaughtered. It lamb. should have been <laughs> some kind of <laughs> variation of that. Yeah. yeah, instead of like truck related. Yeah, 
That's where wasn't it like dinosaur related? Yeah, <laughs> it was like dinosaur. Well, I think themed. that place is really there. I think you can go see that. Oh yeah, it's on Route sixty six. Can so. you watch the uh, the sunrise in the mouth of the T Rex? I think you can. Only if really... you put it to her exactly like she hoped you would. <laughs> That's a really good <laughs> subtle one that I didn't ever catch until this watch because yeah. I haven't seen this movie since I was fifteen years old or ten years old or something. So to come back and be like, oh. So that's why the boyfriend was so jealous. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and he's huge too, by the yeah. way. Yeah. That guy's, I don't even know, I don't know if he's a football player or what, but humongous. <laughs> I like how like when he's at the front of the line at the bus station and they're like, oh, sorry, I left five minutes ago. And then he stands straight <laughs> up because he was hunching <laughs> over. You're like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> that scene, again, I'm such a geek in X-Men, the mm-hmm. X-Men movie. <laughs> There's a scene in the 30th Street, or not 30th Street, uh, the, uh, what's the train station in New York? Grand Central. Grand Central. Uh, There's like three or four X-Men, and they're looking for Rogue, who left. And Sabretooth, who's played by Taylor Maine, who plays Michael Myers in the Mm -hmm. remake. Yep. He's at the window. And then he stands up (laughs) in line, and I'm like, oh my god, it's from Pee Wee. It's just like that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so good now obviously this was directed <laughs> by so Tim funny. Burton uh, most of the movie you can tell there's like a creative fight between the voice of you know Paul Rubens as a creator mm-hmm. and the voice of Tim Burton as a creator but it, for the most part it's like little hints of Burton I love the sprinkler that he uses to water his lawn that yes. has the, the signature striping of the mm-hmm. Tim Burton characters as it flails about shooting water all and over the neighborhood. I love the, the nostalgia of that because that thing really existed and I remember playing with one of those. That is bizarre. Uh, but uh, yep. yeah, did it have the stripes or did they add the stripes for Burton? Uh, I think it was like uh, plastic tubing. Yeah, that, that's what I ho- expected. On a hose. So it wasn't really striped, it was just segments. So uh, that was bizarre and fun. But I love when they cut to the point, I think it's in the clown dream where they walk through mm-hmm. a series of doorways that don't have yes. walls attached. And you're just like, oh, it, it, we're here. It's Tim Burton. Yeah, he, he's uh, feeling things out. Yeah. Very, there's a lot of Beetlejuice in this movie. Yeah. I just, just realized enough. that Cassandra Peterson hit. plays the biker mama. Yes. Which, yeah. I saw that. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's like, Elvira. Yeah. That's right out of my childhood, too. Do you know who Elvira is? Uh, you should. That sounds super familiar, but she was like, uh, like a. I don't even know how to reference. She's that. like a celebrity personality. She shows up on everything, in character. But she created a character of Elvira where her like, she, like a vamp, vampirella okay. character. She's got like the big bouffant hair. Okay. And a lot of makeup and amazing cleavage. Okay. And she <laughs> looks now like she did in 1982. Like, she has not changed when she's in that character. Gotcha. And she was not in character in this movie, but if you know who she is, she's she pops up as the biker girl. Gotcha. And you're like, oh my God, that's... But that's, that's her a, out of makeup. That's Elvira. Yeah. But not. But she's, like, so famous. Like, she's an icon. She okay. even in, showed up on the character. Super Mario Brothers Super Show once, in full costume and cleavage on a kid's show. Yeah. The 80s, nice. man. The 80s. Yeah. Definitely MTV generation. Okay. Stardom. 
But she goes further back than MTV, I think. Doesn't she go like the late 70s? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, when Vampira, Vampirella was really big and Vampira was big, then she created that character, which she just grabbed the coattails and wrote it. Yeah, and but yeah, and that was kind of the... It was like a Playboy model dressed up as Vi- Vampira. Yeah. Good stuff. But she's funny, too. Like, she has great timing. Yeah. Well, yeah well, I think she did a couple why, of movies. Why, but no could, one... why couldn't she? Uh, why couldn't she be the total package? Exactly. 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 She perfected it. Did you recognize the hobo singing on the train? <laughs> no. Should I have? <laughs> yeah. Shoe fly shoe. Skip he, to the Luba, <laughs> He was the reverend, the drunk reverend in Halloween 4. Yeah. Just recently. And we said he only plays hobos and everything he's in. Well, this is yeah, one of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah. The, I remember the conversation. Yeah. This one, he upped his game. He's a, you know, he's on the train. He's not just laying on the corner somewhere. Like I thought, honestly, I thought Pee Wee was going to wake up from a dream after he got off the, uh, after he jumped off the train without right. his bag and saw the, like the Texas, uh, sign, like mm-hmm. home of the Alamo and stuff. I really, really thought that like he was just going to wake up again in the hay bale, <laughs> like that none of that actually happened, but I was wrong. This kind of has a lot of uh, Dumb and Dumber in it as well, that whole road trip feel. There's so many, so many movies probably pulled from this. Another movie right? that I should probably see. You have not seen Dumb and Dumber. No. We're still doing this? Yeah. <laughs> really good soundtrack. I'll it's just there's so, many, there's so many movies. Holy crap. How can how can someone watch all the all of them? We're trying. Yeah, <laughs> I know who's in it though. We might like, need to up it? this to like three or four movies a week, man. We're really yeah, falling that, behind uh, here. That's that's really what. Well, we know. need a Patreon, and then we can do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I know it's a uh, Dumb and Dumber is uh is Jim Carrey, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy who plays in. The show Newsroom. Mm-hmm. I forget his name. Jeff Daniels. He's awesome. He is awesome. As just as a serious actor. So yeah. I would really like to see him in that movie. He's in really Dumb good in uh, but, everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. love him as an actor. I've seen him in like, you know, maybe two things, but every time I see him, he's the great. The fact that he can play that character in Dumb Dumber. And also play like the president of the United States somewhere. Oh yeah, he played the yeah. president, didn't he? Yeah, he's like in something. It's ridiculous. Great range. Yeah. Hey, uh, so last week we did Batman Returns, uh, which was the most Tim Burton of the Batman movies, obviously. Uh, has yeah. a lot in common with some of the edgier stuff in this movie. We pointed out at the beginning that Pee Wee uh, Paul Rubens was the father of the Penguin. Do you remember that? Uh... <laughs> Wait, hold on. He said it's only been four days. Say that again. In the opening of Batman uh, uh, Returns, yeah, what? you see the cobblepots, yeah. and they're played yes. by Paul Rubens, who is Pee Wee Herman, as well as Diane Salinger, who is Simone right. from this movie. Okay, okay, yes. So you have that couple as the parents who, from from their loins, <laughs> jumps. The penguin creature, which honestly, yeah, probably makes that, that was some kind of makes perfect sense. <laughs> Although, eh, yeah, okay. The problem is with the penguin, I can't like separate Danny DeVito from the character, hmm. and I know that Danny DeVito didn't come out of <laughs> them. 
Yeah, so, they're much too tall. You don't know that. You don't. <laughs> well, I mean, technically. Now, it's not on Wikipedia. There's a third member of Batman Returns who's in this movie as well. Uh, okay. Jan Hooks, who was the tour guide mm. at the Alamo. Okay. Was the campaign so good. like marketing person when you know when the guy gets his ah, nose yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. She's the yeah, female yeah. working with that guy. Say it with me. Adobe. <laughs> Dude. Adobe. Dude, the fact I I have we have all been there. Yeah. Right? Like she's taking so long for everything and like all of the things that you can make with corn. Yeah. I just freaking <laughs> I died because it was so funny. Like he's all he wants to ask is like, and he's "Can we like, look at the basement? Can we go to the mm-hmm. basement?" That's it. He's Sonic the Hedgehog standing there tapping his foot, waiting and to go to the yes, basement. And he goes <laughs> the entire tour without asking the question. It's so good. Like I was at Home Depot yesterday, and like this Home Depot guy was like, "Hey, can I have you find anything?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm just getting some like machine screws, like 832s for a, or 1024s for a ceiling fan." He's like, oh, well, come over here to the, the ceiling fan section. I'm like, oh, no. I'm pretty sure they're with the machine screws. <laughs> but I'm like, all right, I'll humor this guy. Maybe they have them in two spots. And I was Pee Wee Herman. Right. Because I'm like, I I'm like, You're, I just, I just, I'm like, and I'm being polite. You're respecting him, right? Because the guy, like, yeah, he's, yeah, he works here and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going to like humor him. and He's in the trade. You know, whatever. And it, maybe, maybe he knows where they are. Maybe they're over there and over there. I, I don't know. I'm like I shouldn't have just op- I just shouldn't have opened my mouth. I just should have put him in like I'm good. <laughs> did he laugh in a Texas accent? He did say, not. There's no screws in the ceiling fan section. <laughs> but he did. He did try. Yeah, he did try to uh, give me a recipe for cream corn. Wow. There you go. It's true. And you can make a, a you can make tortillas out of that somehow. <laughs> you dry it out. That's true. Make a lot of Shit. things with lot corn. Of, make a hat, a brooch, In a pterodactyl. Fact, I'm going to list them all right now. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> a hat, a brooch, a, brooch, a pterodactyl. A pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, have we not what all been there? What do you make of this? Where you're just like <laughs> sitting and waiting, and you're like, mm, <laughs> get I, to the point. I just want to, like, I just want what I want. Wait, what's the uh, the quote? Is it Princess Bride where he's like, skip to the end? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, it is Princess Bride. Yeah. Because it's a. Uh, it's, it's Chris Sarandon. It's the, uh, says, it's the wedding. Yeah, he's right? like, skip to the end. That's what Pee Wee wanted to say. It's like, uh, <laughs> man and wife say man, man and wife. wife. <laughs> Twoo love. Mowage. <laughs> together. It's what brings us together today. today. <laughs> oh, shit. Stand there. <laughs> Did Milton Burrow ever do anything besides have a reputation? Yeah, half of Hollywood. Like, I mean, what's he? What was he actually in as like a star? Because I've seen him in guest star roles and cameos, but like, when did he I ever like he, land as a he, as a front like leading man? He was kind of like like a Lenny Bruce or Bob Hope, where who, he was constantly. I think he had a variety show. Who are we talking Mil- about? Milton Burrow. He's the one at the He's end the who uh, Pee Wee rides his coattails to get into the movie studio. He's like, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. That was one part where I where uh, I thought I should know this person. Yeah, and, icon. And I don't, I, I don't even know who. That and is. he's iconically known for having a humongous entourage uh, member. Yeah. Oh, 
So that that's what Dan's talking about, his reputation. Like he's just gotcha. known for that. Okay. But uh yeah, I think he was he's of that he was part of the roasts, you know, the Sinatra Reagan, John Wayne roasts and stuff, the celebrity roasts. Gotcha. But he I think he had a variety show kind of like uh who's the who's the guy that had Elvis and the Beatles uh Johnny Carson? Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. Sullivan. He's kind of like an Ed Sullivan, <laughs> but Carson. like low I think a more local. Next next generation. But he was a national um nationally known. Yeah, so no, he's, he's like super a, famous, but I've so never he's seen like him like, yeah, he's yeah, like a Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, yeah, he's like a Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. he's like a Joel McHale, <laughs> right? To bring it back to the community, but bigger between <laughs> the legs, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. That's what they. That's one of the things that dated this movie was some of the cameos. Like you're just like, who's who's this? Do I know him? Should I know him? You know who looked I really know. familiar to me? The uh, the uh, the felon. That was uh, running. Oh, the, the guy place. in the car, yeah. dude. When he dressed up like a, the wife. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like flirting with the cop. I'm like, oh my god, he looks like such a man. Like it was just uncomfortable. I like how they could see the police barricade like coming up, and like Pee Wee's like, no, don't, sh- don't. You know, he pulls out the gun. Pee Wee's like, no, don't. And he's like, I have a plan. How they get and then, dressed like, that fast? Somehow they get dressed that fast was as they roll up. Editing, it's so good, so silly, it's so good. Well, and that look that he gets from the felon, uh, as they're driving away, as he like checks him out and kind of smiles. Yeah. You're just like, oh, that was not something yeah. I caught on to as a child. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. He did kind of look at him like that. He did. He absolutely yeah. did. Woof. I mean, and he said he said as much. It's been a long time he? since he was in. I mean, it's like I like you, Pee Wee's. I really, that... I really like right. you, and that's why you can't come with me. Basically, right? But he says it. Did I dream a part in this movie where Francis admits that he stole the bike? No, no, that it's, did happen. It's right? there. Uh, I mean, he doesn't it. He doesn't admit it to, um, to Pee Wee. But there's He'd... a scene where he s- says, "Get rid of it," right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I must have either blinked, left the room for a minute, because I missed that part, and I remember that. Yeah, because it's when Pee Wee goes on the radio station. Okay. With the reward and all that, and blah blah blah, and it's before he sees the Francis says he's incessant. I don't want this thing. Right. And get rid of it, and the dude that ends the up on the trailer. Sli- right? The slimy dude's like, "Well, that's gonna cost you extra." <laughs> and then that's it. So yeah, he was definitely. Is that Mo it. from The Simpsons? <laughs> no, I was trying to do like a Squiggy. Okay, but because that's who he reminded me of. But whatever. Hmm. I don't know. And knitting, and knitting, and knitting. <laughs> it keeps going. And then... I do that to my kids whenever like the story will not end. <laughs> I just start going and, 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 and they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, you and every time you he know. says "and," I don't know if you notice. Every time he says "and," he laughs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. So who is this movie the... for, though, guys? I mean, did we it's nail down me. an answer? I mean, I don't know. I really I'm... enjoyed it. I don't know if I'll watch it again for another five years, but like, it's it was it, it was, was a fun for... experience from front to back. It was for ten year old Travis. Yeah, 
and it was for a 47-year-old Travis. Definitely. Yeah. My kids yeah. made it through I, I mean, it. I mean, they all thought it was too weird, you know, but they all were entertained enough to stick with it, so. It's weird because they don't know who he is. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, it's the shell shock of seeing somebody who created this character and fleshed it out for so long that it becomes part of pop culture. And then you introduce someone to that character without all the background or reference. It's odd. It's like, this guy's creepy. But it is also like a car wreck in the sense that you can't stop looking at right. it. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't expect anybody to not know who Pee Wee is and then watch that movie and enjoy it. Yeah. I, I don't. I can't, I can't imagine. Unless they have something to reference. Yeah. I mean... The only thing I have to reference really is I think one of the one of the uncles in Full House used to do Pee Wee Herman impressions on the yeah, Full David, House David show Coulier. all the time. Yeah. So that is how I know Pee Wee Herman right. through Full House. And me always going, Ah knitting <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Right. Yeah, no, he used to do that all the time on the show. So I mean, and even though like I never watched any, you know, of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Right. And or this movie, actually, I think I might have seen like parts of this movie on TV like a long, long time ago. But <clears throat> yeah, I know I know enough about Pee Wee. Like I know who Pee Wee Herman is, right? So yeah, he's yeah. definitely made it into the uh, the mainstream of pop culture back then and now enough to where if he put a movie out right now, it would make millions. Like people would go say it. Well, yeah, because. People who know who Pee Wee Herman is are still alive and well. That in their and 40s. I, th- I think the parody of the kids show is timeless. You're probably right. Like you have in 20 years, they can do a a Blue Clues one. Well, there's that. There's the what's the one where the 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 five guys dress in different colors? Not the parody. Oh, the Wiggles. Wiggles. Like mm, they're terrible. Just like all those shows have created generations of people that would watch peewee and get get the joke yeah so i I would like to see him make something but i don't i don't know if he's as funny as he used to he made a holiday special for netflix in like 2015 or 16 okay and i i never heard anything about it again so that might be something to check out for you know the travis crowd to see if he can still make you feel the feels like he used to right he also had a run-in with the law since then. Yes, well, that was a while ago, dude. That was like early, mid-90s, I think. Was it? Yeah. It destroyed that character. Like, it was done. It was the same shit with Michael Jackson. Like, it was like, like you couldn't be more popular than Pee Wee Herman and Michael Jackson. You know, just that iconic level. Everybody, like, you could probably all... go to Africa and you they know who Pee Wee Herman is. Yeah. and. And then it was just gone. And then it was just like, yep, not doing this anymore. Yep, gone. It's really but he interesting, did it right. though. I mean, for those two to be such big icons that they got dolls made, you know, like children's yeah. toys. What were, what were parents in the 80s thinking? <laughs> you know? Like, looking well, back, same, like, those were pretty questionable. Freddy Krueger, Ben Cooper costumes. Like, yeah. you put your six-year-old in a Freddy Krueger costume, dude's a child-molesting murderer, child-killer. Alleged child molesting. Depending on the movie you but watch. Definitely, yeah. yeah, definitely a child killer. And these kids are dressing up. I mean, there were 
there were Nightmare on Elm Street toys everywhere in the 80s. So, yeah, I just think it was different. That's why Gen X is doesn't put up with bullshit sometimes. Because <laughs> they just don't. We didn't grow up with bullshit, so we're just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. And that makes us insensitive and pricky. But. Yeah. It's just the time. You grew up parents smoking in the car that you're yeah. sitting in and. You know. I'm a millennial, so I'm much, much more sophisticated. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> you weren't when you were putting that ceiling fan up. <laughs> <laughs> you were Gen X putting that up. Did you like that? <laughs> Dude, this ceiling. Motherfucker. <laughs> ceiling fan got me. Did you guys catch the Batmobile in this movie? No. No. On the Warner lot when he's uh, when he's there before the Twisted Sister video and all that, which that's right. hilarious and yeah. awesome. That's great. Yeah. Camera's pulling back and the Batmobile comes from left and turns left. So it's like going with the camera. And it's the old uh, 60s Batmobile. Because it'd nice. have to be. Because you realize that this movie comes out before the Burton yeah. Batmobile. Yeah. So it's like, that's the Batmobile. Whoa. I, I've seen this movie probably 20 times. And I never noticed that. It's in there. It's in there. I'll check it out. No, 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 no. Pee-wee. Huh. Wonder who was driving it. I don't know. Uh, it wasn't. I didn't even see the driver. So you'd have to go back and see if maybe you can isolate it. Uh, my kids pointed out too that they love the bat pole in his yes. house. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. man, because 60s Batman hide a camp and this modern camp, I guess. Is this camp? I don't know what camp is. Oh, big shout out to his dog, Spec. Mm. Not Spike. Spec. 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 Big fan. Although the Trivial Pursuit yes. card might uh, <laughs> might say otherwise. Yeah, his dog Stripe. Good callback. <laughs> wow. Gremlins callback. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Everybody's like, what? Let's listen to Gremlins. You'll get it. Yeah. But yeah, Spec. Big big shout out to Spec. And he was with the uh, the pink poodle at the end. Mm. At least someone Good for him. Love, you know? Yeah, good for him. Who was the child actor in the on the on the set where they were tr- the, with the nuns on the you know with the bike? Oh, who was the that, child actor? Because I recognize him. I don't know his real life name, but that's the guy. That's the kid who plays Wayne on, on Wonder Years. Wonder right? Years. Yeah, that was ah yeah. That's my brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like the yeah. He plays a dick in every single thing he's in. I was gonna say the bully. Yeah, or the uh, what's his name. From uh, Back to the Future. He's the Biff. The Biff. Yeah, he always plays Biff. Yeah. Because I, I recognize him. I'm like, I mm-hmm. don't know where I know this kid from. Yeah, Wonder Years. And was the director of that anybody important? Because I... Yes. I thought I recognized him, but... And, and I even, like, tried to look at the credits, but it wasn't wasn't in there. I'm have to look it up. But I do remember it being somebody... It wasn't Coppola or someone like that big, but should have been Spielberg. That would have been good. I thought it looked like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> no, it's a guy named <laughs> I don't know. Zach Hoffman. Uh, I don't see okay. anything on here that I'm too familiar with besides okay. Pee-wee. He did a lot of G.I. Joe stuff as an actor. Like the cartoon? Yeah. Okay. No. So Zar- oh, well. Zartan... Zart- yeah, Zartan. Zartan. Zartan, Zartan. from G.I. Joe. That's that guy. Yeah, okay. There's an entire episode of Community that's all <laughs> in G.I. Joe animation. Really? It's fantastic. I'd have to watch Dude, that. Dude, you really have to watch the entire thing. I should probably watch this show. 
You sh- you probably should. <laughs> it comes highly recommended. Yeah. But if they're doing a uh, cartoon parodies from the eighties, I'm, I'm they are. That. But you also have to watch all of the episodes leading up to it to because understand it. all of the characters that are being animated are GI Joe versions of the actual. Right, and they do like the lesson at the end. Uh, yes, nice. absolutely, of course. Because learning is half the battle. So. <laughs> <laughs> knowing is half the battle. What did I say? Learning? Learning. I suck. Yeah. Learning kind is how you know. a child of the 80s. <laughs> Listen. Knowing is half the battle. Go, Joe. Anyway. Don't start your car in the morning because there could be a cat sleeping in your engine. <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. I never thought to not do that, but okay. Why are you telling me this? Is that a big deal? Cats sleeping in engines? I had a cat do that once in my dad's engine. It was our cat. That sucked. But he was okay. (laughs) He got cut real bad. But I mean, what a weird thing. Dad's just trying to go to the hardware store. Turns the engine. Uh, What the hell? Wow. That delivery made me snort. (laughs) I had a a squirrel once. I was leaving a job site. And like, I drove all the way home. And I'm like, oh my, like, I even stopped like halfway home. And I like looked underneath my car to see like if something was like, there was like this weird noise that was happening. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna have to take this to the He's mechanic, like, whatever. And I get home and like I open the the hood and I'm like looking for this noise and like the like engine's running <clears throat> and I can hear the noise and like I, finally I find it. That's a freaking squirrel it was with engine. me the entire drive home. What was he running from? That's the question. I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> he was looking for the Griswolds. Yeah, but I was like trying to like it was a terrible thing. I was like, I'm like, you can't like you can't stay in there. I'm like trying to like poke at him with like at least a you know he'll stick. find his way home. That's true. Always do. I was like poking at him with a broomstick and like trying to like get him out of there, and he like wouldn't he wouldn't leave, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! How far did you take him from his home? Uh, <laughs> uh, a couple miles. It was pretty close, five miles maybe. You see the squirrel sitting at the bus station. <laughs> Yeah, a little bag. He's got a big, big <laughs> rubber uh, thumb <laughs> extension. <laughs> bag over his shoulder. Oh man. Yeah, this, this, that hitchhiking stuff. We needed a little bit of six minute abs somewhere. I li- I liked when he was uh, like he was so tired of hitchhiking, even though he hadn't been picked up at all. That he was like laying halfway in the street. Yeah. That was pretty comical. The only thing that would have made that funnier is if it, you noticed that he was only sitting there for five minutes. Figure out a way to show us that he had only been there for like for five like minutes. Fi- yeah, yeah, that would be good, yeah. <laughs> he was not having it. But he had to get to the Alamo. <laughs> the stars at night are big and bright. I'd like to apologize to everyone around our <laughs> listeners just who just yelled. A certain thing about Texas. Good stuff. My apologies if that counts as messing with Texas. <laughs> uh, such a basic, basic movie. Yeah. I mean, the tagline, you will believe a man can ride a bike. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to do that. <laughs> uh. Well, was this a, a success, George? I know it was weird as hell. Do you feel like you watched a successful movie? Oh, definitely. And even though I was questioning like who this movie was made for, I mean, here we are, the three of us, all watched this movie, mm-hmm. and it's for at least all three of us. Yeah. So, shoot. 
And you are officially a Burton fan. I am a Burton Burton fan. I am a Burton fan. There's a lot of them out there. I am. I like his style. Yeah. He's got a dark style. I like it. He he did make a few duds, but not many. I mean, we all is that like make a dud a now ground, and then. Is that like a groundbreaking observation? No. He's got a dark style? No. 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 That's what the fuck he's known no. for. No, he's definitely... Like, I remember going to art school and just being in a class of like 30 people, 40 people, and you could just tell the people that had a, their style. It was their... They could draw a clown, they could draw a swamp creature, they could draw a puppy, and they just had their style of how they sketch or how they, you know, yeah. lay things and, out. And Burton is definitely, definitely like that. one of those that. guys, yep. Spielberg's that way too, but he's more subtle. Obviously, he doesn't have the visual artsy feel that Burton has. Yeah. But they definitely have their little uh, trademarks. But Burton, you could see a Burton movie and just know. Like, yeah. you hear the first three chords of the score or, you know, one scene, you're like, oh, this is a Tim Burton movie, easily. That's pretty, that's hard to do. Yeah, like, I feel like Spielberg is kind of like a, like, his reputation is just, he is a movie maker. Right. Like, when he makes a movie, he does it right. You know, but not necessarily in a certain style. No. You know he what has, I mean? He has little tricks of the trade that he does in every movie mm-hmm. to where you know it's a Spielberg movie. But yeah. he does not have, like you're saying, that but that trademark. With with Burton, it's kind of like you can take any franchise and if and, and give it to Burton and you'd be like, Oh, I'd love to see mm-hmm. Burton's version yes. of this. It's gonna be Burton's version of this. What was the movie we just watched a couple... Oh, I think it was Gremlins. Like, they should give him a Halloween. Like, yeah. when they when they give Halloween to each director to do in their style. Oh, like my Burton God. would be a yeah. fantastic choice. Yeah. And that's why I was mad that he didn't get to make the third Batman. Because yeah. he wanted to do the Scarecrow, and I would really want to see his that, version of the Scarecrow. I mean, there's still time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Well, let's not with it. James Gunn in the house. Let's uh, <laughs> let's write a letter or something. Get rid we'll, of get, we'll get a petition signed or something. Yeah, because I'll still take who they were going to cast as a scarecrow. I still want to see him play it. Either Jeff Goldblum or whatever. I'm I'm down. Oh man, old Jeff Goldblum as a scarecrow against old Michael Keaton as Batman. Oh, yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, I'll take that every day. Hmm. So where do we go next? I don't know. This is our last uh, episode of 2022. Next week will be 2023. So we might as well count it as the beginning of season four. One chapter ends, another begins, that kind of thing. It's never stopped us from connecting a few lines here and there before, though. I I think there's nowhere else to go from this movie than Beetlejuice. I agree. (laughs) I was going to say, more Burton. (laughs) I mean, just give me more Burton. Watch the progression of this man, because Beetlejuice, I think, is the pinnacle. Yeah, of him, like what he can do. I don't think it ever got any better than Beetlejuice. Yeah, okay. Top Gear, hitting on all cylinders, Burton. Yes, full control, creative, creatively, and a, and a great, great cast, a great character for Burton to 
Yes. To work with. And we're not going to say who's in it. Yeah. What do you know but, about Beetlejuice, though, George? Yeah. What do you know? You anything up front? Um, I mean, Beetlejuice had a cartoon <laughs> in the late '90s, didn't he? Yes, he yeah. did. Like there was a yes. So I'm like, I don't know how familiar it is. It's been a long time, but uh, I mean, he made his way into pop culture. So yeah, you he's kind of he's kind of like uh, let's say he's like not alive, kind of like. He's kind of like a zombie, but not really like in a like a dumb zombie way. He's like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Beetlejuice is dead, but he's like not. I mean, maybe he's like a spirit. Is he like, undead? Kind of. Okay. And I know that he's. Uh, I I guess it, he he likes to make mischief. Okay. Does that? That's... Well, I'm not gonna answer you. Oh, okay. I just hear well, you anyway, answer. yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's kind of fun. Okay. And I think he's uh, he likes to make issues. For people and uh in a fun shenanigan kind of way and i think it's gonna be what would be your plot guess like what do you think oh god what I do you think it's about i don't dude i have no idea okay good i'm not even gonna try any idea who's in it no okay this actually this movie is a great <laughs> ender of the season because there's be... a lot of people in this movie that have been on our show it's gonna be like a scream yeah. For us. F- accidental scream. Yeah. Scream was on purpose. But right. now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> nice. It's going to be a fun episode. And then you can take it back to your side chick. Yeah, and I can actually talk about it. Yeah. Nice. So, happy new year to you guys. Happy new year to your side chick. <laughs> and happy new year to all our listeners. Happy New Year! And thank you for joining us on the Remedial Film Class Podcast. We'll be back next week with Beetlejuice. In the meantime, you can hit us up at Remedial Film Pod at all the socials, and even at Gmail. Why not? Old-fashioned email. You to me, me back to you. We'll see you back here next week.